This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today's podcast is titled War, and it's part two. In my last podcast, I talked about spiritual war. If you haven't listened to it, it would be best if you go back and get the knowledge from that first podcast before you listen to part two. Let's do a quick review of the last podcast. Jesus paid the price for our salvation through his blood sacrifice. Though the price has been paid and the war has been won, we who are free moral agents still have a choice to make. What will we do with the promises of Christ? The battles continue while we are on earth. They are fought over our beliefs and affection. Satan and his forces are stealthily working to distract us from trusting God and his promises. In fact, they want to bring us to a place of rebellion against God and his purposes. Satan and his forces lie to tempt us to sin against the Lord in three main areas, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Jesus will always speak the truth. And he is the only way to faith, peace, and overcoming all the attacks of evil. Lastly, our victory comes through the intimate relationship with Christ and by rightly knowing and handling the Word of God. So let's get started with part two. In the book of Revelation chapter 12, we get a snippet of the gospel and spiritual war that has been fought and won. The devil is thrown to the earth and stripped of his heavenly place. Jesus takes all authority in heaven and on earth. In great fury, Satan is now on the earth warring against God's people. We learn once more that rightly knowing and handling the word of God is our primary weapon. Revelations 12.11 says, They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of his testimony. The blood sacrifice of Jesus provides the forgiveness for sins and becomes our legal release from the dominion of Satan. Our testimony, or our words, that we speak in faith secure our salvation and victory over the schemes of the devil. The word of God is so powerful that the enemy cannot stand against it. So we take our stand in trusting in unwavering faith that our God, what our God has said, is true and will have the ultimate victory. Next, let's look at how to prepare and stand in the battles to come. I'm going to walk through Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, verse by verse. Ephesians 6, 10 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Let's stop right there. Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. To be honest, the meaning of this has eluded me for a long time. But let me take a shot at it. We are to take our strength from His power, and He's got a lot of power. And that power can only be received through a close sincere relationship. It takes time, quality time, and intimate communication to trust and to develop faith. 
Our world runs at a fast pace. It's super fast. It's amazing with all the media, all the input that we have, TV, media, work. It's constant. It's super fast. All the world's distractions can keep us from spiritual disciplines such as intimate prayer, Bible reading and study, meditation on the Word of God, fellowship, sharing the gospel, and other disciplines. Only through spiritual disciplines will we be able to draw near to Him to receive His strength in the circumstances and trials of our life. The devil is actively scheming to kill, steal, and destroy. To many of this, it's quite clear all we have to do is look at the news. To some, though, we might not see the devil in the work. And this is exactly where he wants to be. He wants to be hidden, stealthy, leaving the blame for evil on God or on fictitious things like the earth. Or I've heard recently, uh, the universe is doing me bad. Ephesians 6.12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. This sentence is loaded with meaning. Struggle here is the Greek word pele. It is also translated wrestle. But the main point is that two are competing to pin one to achieve victory. It's you take him down or he takes you down. We will all have problems with people no doubt, but our match is primarily with spiritual forces of evil. Romans 16.20 says, The God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. And Psalms 91.13 says, You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. We are in a struggle, a wrestling match, a war with many battles. If we do not play our part through intimate communion with God and rightly handling the word of truth, we will get pinned. By God's grace and power, we now take our stand to receive all that Christ has afforded us and resist and overcome the enemy of our souls. James 4.7 says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Back to Ephesians 6.12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is an organized hierarchy of spiritual evil entities actively and powerfully resisting God and all who belong to God. Their primary objective is to influence people to do evil, to steal, kill, and destroy. You need not look far to see this influence. But never forget, the war has already been won in the spirit realm, and we are promised by Jesus, for example, in John 10.10, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. This is a promise, a point of faith. We will choose to believe God's promises or the lies of the enemy. Remember that wrestling match. God has so many promises and commandments 
and they're all for our good. We must know them and believe them to the point that our actions are developed by what we understand in God's Word. Ephesians 6.13 Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. God has warned us of times of evil attack and wants to prepare us with the following. The Belt of Truth The Belt of Truth is an immediate call to preparedness with personal integrity and moral courage. We have to stand up for what is right. In fact, I believe that's one of the reasons our country is in such a bad state and many countries around us is because the Christians will not stand up for what is right. Even in the pulpits, our pastors have not stood for what is right. They've kind of gone along with the flow and missed God's word. Jesus is the truth. He is the center of our support system, the belt of truth. The breastplate of righteousness. We have been given the righteousness of God. I have to say that again because that is so important. We have been given, through our born-again experience, the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, God has made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This breastplate will protect our heart, our spiritual man. We have to put the breastplate of righteousness on. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for from it is the wellspring of life. Our feet are to be protected by sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel. Ephesians 6.16 says, In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. The Roman shield of that day was about five foot tall and was made with a frame and with layers of of leather. Before a battle, it was soaked in water so that the enemy's flaming arrows would extinguish when they hit the leather. Faith is a shield. For more in-depth information about faith, listen to the podcast, Faith and God's Voice. But I'll explain it basically. Faith is knowing God's Word, hearing His voice for a specific circumstance, and being obedient to His leading. The enemy is going to shoot some fiery arrows at us. They're called lies. If these lies are not extinguished with God's promises, they will cause damage. The Helmet of Salvation The knowledge and understanding that we are saved, that we're born again, that justice has been served through the blood sacrifice, and by God's grace, we are found righteous, will protect our mind. This is the helmet of salvation, the knowledge of salvation, and the faith that comes with salvation. The last part of verse 17, we are to take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. 
The Greek word translated sword is better translated dagger. This type of offensive weapon was for close quarter battle. Jesus used this tactic uh, in his battles with Satan. Jesus would always rightly speak the word of God in the face of evil temptation or testing. So, we are to learn to pull out our dagger in close quarter combat. When the enemy comes with a lie, we come back with the word of God, always ready and accurate. Ephesians 6.18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Paul ends with one of the spiritual disciplines, prayer. But not just regular prayer. With our mind engaged, prayer also in the Holy Spirit. We can look at this in two different ways. Praying with the Holy Spirit's leading, and that means that we have to meditate and wait on the Lord and to hear what the Holy Spirit's saying and then pray about that thing. Or it can also mean praying in tongues. In either case, it's Holy Spirit-led prayer. So we pray with our mind and we pray with the Holy Spirit. So much to say about this subject, but let me finish with a quick review. There are spiritual battles active right now to win over what we believe and therefore our obedience and our love. We are to take our strength from God and put on His armor, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. Our feet will be protected by sharing the gospel, the shield of faith so that when the enemy throws fiery darts or lies at us, we'll be able to extinguish those fiery darts. The helmet of salvation. We need to know and understand with our mind that we are saved through the blood sacrifice of Christ. Next, the dagger. The dagger of the Holy Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Word of God spoken by the unction of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we are to stay alert because our enemy prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour and pray in the Holy Spirit. This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis. If you have questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me at thecleansoul.org.